Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody, and live from Juju Smith Driving School, it's the Fourth and Inches Show with Jana <laughs> and the Sherpa. Jana, we always take people for a wild ride, so uh, now we do. For ten years, we've been doing to, it. <laughs> yes, and uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, and to you know, as well. Um, I can't think of anything I'd rather be doing than uh, on Thanksgiving Eve than uh, doing a fourth and inches show with you. So uh, of course, uh, and no we've got, we've got some week. turkeys to give to people this week. So I, I think it's going to be a good show. Should we start with that or save that for the end? Oof. Uh, well, let's save it for the end. That'll give us, we'll actually okay. get through stuff that way. I think we've got a chance. All right. <laughs> okay. So stick around with us, guys. We have an action-packed show. As always, it is one of our favorite episodes of the year, our Thanksgiving episode, where we're going to let you know who our fantasy turkeys are this year. And I think we have some good ones. A lot, of, lot to choose from this year, but we'll get there in a little bit. Uh, we also have the always lovely injury report, our waiver wire pickups, who to start, who to sit, uh, of course, our game predictions, which is always a source of contention, and your daily fantasy picks. So we've got all kinds of good stuff coming your way. Like our, like Sherpa said, we're finally free of the bye week, so we've got a full 16-game slate and, of course, three games tomorrow. Um, so a lot of a lot of weird stuff going on. We've got some quarterback movement here, uh, some new faces under center this week. So if you want to get a hold of us all week long or you have lineup questions that maybe we don't cover here, you need specific answers, you find us all over social media. We're on Twitter at the number four THN Inches Show. We're at JKIM16 and Fantasy underscore Sherpa. We're also on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page. And, of course, we're with you every Wednesday night from 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern time, giving you all the tools to guide you to victory. So should we just jump right into the injuries? Do you want to start cooking your turkey sure. right now, Sherpa? <laughs> um, I'll go buy it and then cook it and eat it and uh, be back in time. Uh, I have I have streamlined this as much as humanly possible since we do have our turkey segment later, but it is still lengthy. Uh, like I said, we have three games tomorrow, so we've got uh, some notable people already ruled out for the week. Uh, Matt Stafford in Detroit, we've got a lot of weird stuff happening there, but Matt Stafford, who continually thinks he's going to play football, is officially not going to play football this week, still dealing with fractures in his back, but he thinks he's invincible, and I support that. Uh, their second-string quarterback, Jeff Driscoll, has been dealing play, with a yeah, he's exactly. Jeff Driscoll has been dealing with a hamstring injury. He was limited all week at practice. They were calling him questionable, and they brought a couple of quarterbacks in and didn't sign anyone, so it was looking pretty good that he was still going to start. Uh, the only other quarterback on the roster is David Blau from Purdue, formerly of the Browns practice squad as well. Um, but it was announced this evening, just a, about an hour ago, that David Blau is going to get the start tomorrow for the Detroit Lions. Uh, so that will be interesting. Jeff Driscoll is technically not out. He, I believe, will be serving as the backup. So interesting way to start our, th- our Thanksgiving. I and on the flip side of all, yeah, it, it, it's going to be weird. Um, but on the Chicago side of the ball, uh, Mitchell Trubisky fully practicing. He's not on the injury report. Wide receiver table, Taylor Gabriel is still in the concussion protocol. And tight end Adam Shaheen is dealing with a foot injury. They've both been ruled out. Everybody else is in play. In our uh, second era, our third game of the day, the Falcons are pretty banged up. Julio Jones, it's looking like he may not play. 
that shoulder injury has had him pretty questionable. He did not practice today, and there seems to be a thought that he really might not go this week. So have a plan B. Uh, tight end Luke Stalker is dealing with a back injury, and he's pretty questionable as well. Uh, the good news for them, though, running back Devontae Freeman will be playing. Uh, he's been dealing with that foot injury. He's missed some time. And Matt Ryan, who's still working through that ankle injury, was a full participant in practice. So they're going to be good to go. Just not sure who they're going to be throwing to. Calvin Ridley could be a very uh, happy recipient of some of those those looks that Julio Jones may not get. And in New Orleans, their offense is pretty healthy, with the exception of their offensive line, who is pretty banged up. So keep an eye on that. Not that the Atlanta defense is the most formidable thing in the world, but having a leaky offensive line is not good for anybody. In New York, tight end Evan Ingram is going to miss another week with that foot injury. Uh, he, is, His backup, tight end Red Ellison, is still in the concussion protocol. He's questionable and not practicing. So the third-string tight end, Caden Smith, could be getting an awful lot of looks this week, especially with wide receiver Golden Tate not practicing, still in uh, concussion protocol as well. So not a lot of healthy bodies on that offense there. Both Green Bay tight ends, Jimmy Graham and Mercedes Lewis, did not practice today. They should both be fine. They were hanging out on workout bikes and doing some low-key cardio, but not taking official drills with the team. In Carolina, wide receiver Curtis Samuel was limited to practice with a knee injury. He's looking like it's going to go down to the wire on Sunday. So, again, if he's in your lineup, have a plan B. In Washington, wide receiver Paul Richardson did not practice with a hamstring injury. It's not looking good for him come Sunday. Baltimore is pretty healthy, but it is worth noting that they put their center, Matt Fiora, uh, on IR. He is officially done for the year, so we'll see if that affects Lamar Jackson at all. And in San Francisco, it looks like Matt Breida is going to be back. He's been working through that ankle injury. He hasn't played the last couple of weeks. He was limited today, but he was practicing. How much he's going to produce for you this weekend, it's hard to say. Uh, but he will be active, it looks like. Wide receivers, Debo Samuel and Emmanuel Sanders were both limited. It looks like they're both going to be fine uh, for this week. In Indianapolis, T.Y. Hilton's calf, quote, felt tight this week. He was limited at practice, but they're saying it was not a setback. He should play on Sunday without a problem. Running back Marlon Mack, who had hand surgery last week, is officially ruled out for this week, but still hopeful to be back in the next few weeks. In Tennessee, running back Derrick Henry was limited at practice with a hamstring injury. Keep an eye on that. Uh, Deion Lewis could certainly be the guy come Sunday or at the very least be getting the bulk of the carries. Depends how that hamstring feels as the week goes on. Also in Tennessee, wide receiver Tajay Sharp was limited at practice with a hamstring injury. It's pretty touch and go for him coming to Sunday's game. In Miami, wide receiver Albert Wilson is dealing with hip and chest injuries, and Alan Hearns is dealing with an ankle injury. They were both limited at practice. Worth noting, they are the only two wide receivers behind Devontae Parker on the roster that are active, so at least one of them needs to get healthy enough to play this week. Not not great. Does Chicago have an active tight end this week? I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> I think they've got... It's not looking good. Oh. It's, it's yeah. tough. So, Chicago, uh, they're, I mean, they're not really looking at their tight end anyway, but that Trey Burton signing was a bust. Uh, well, I have all three of their tight have... ends either on IR or listed as out tomorrow, so that's not a good sign. I mean, it's not. I I don't think that's how they drew it up. <laughs> Probably not. We'll have uh, Tariq Cohen Eagles... play tight end. I, he's got pretty good hands. I'd be fine with that. He's just a little small for the position. But, you know, I, we're all going to be watching the game. It's going to be an absolute dumpster fire of football I think but we're all going to be watching it because otherwise we all have to talk to our families and I don't know if we want to do that 
I know I live in a family of Eagles fans, so Thanksgiving is a little tough for me as a Cowboys fan. Eagles, however, uh, released Jordan Matthews, who's probably having worse Thanksgiving than I will. Uh, he was released yesterday. Uh, their other wide receivers. Because they had too many good actually, receivers. Yeah, because there's so many catches being had there. Uh, Nelson Aguilar and Alshon Jeffrey both fully practiced with knee and ankle injuries. They uh not so great at catching footballs, but they're on the field and allegedly healthy. So we'll see if Carson Wentz can perhaps get the football a little closer to them this week. Running back Jordan Matthews, uh, still dealing with that stinger. He is still not even cleared for contact. So I'm saying it's a pretty long shot to see him in the huddle this week. And tight end Zach Ertz, surprise, did not practice today. He's dealing with a hamstring injury. So Dallas Goddard's value just went up a little bit. In Jacksonville, their defensive line is hurting pretty pretty badly, so keep an eye on that. The defense is already a little a little rougher on the edges to begin with. And wide receiver Chris Conley was limited with a hamstring injury at practice today. Tampa Bay's defense is actually worse off than Jacksonville's. They had seven players that did not practice or were limited today. That is not a good sign for them. And in Cincinnati, A.J. Green still not practicing he is unlikely to play, even though three weeks ago he was definitely coming back, and that has not gone well. So not looking good for him this week. The Jets wide receiver, Demarius Thomas, has been limited with a hamstring injury. He's hoping to play this week, barring any setbacks. If you're on the Pittsburgh Steelers roster, you're probably on the injury report this week. But the most notable names is James Conner at the top of the list at running back with that shoulder injury. It is a very long shot for him to play. Also, very unlikely we're going to see wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster suit up with that knee injury. He's allegedly still wearing a pretty sizable knee brace. That's usually not a good sign for mobility and your chances of getting on a football field. Prevent him from driving. No, no. And into things, people, any of those things. But, you know, he's driving. He's, driving. he's not practicing. <laughs> but um, Nathan Rudolph has had a rough two weeks. He's got to hit in the head with helmets. Allegedly uh, has been accused of racial slurs, threw a whole mess load of interceptions, said some bad words on national TV, and then got pulled last week against the Bengals. He is not even going to start this week against the Browns. Devlin Hodges, old Duck Hodges, is getting the start for Pittsburgh. Things are tough for Steelers right now. You're in trouble when your quarterback's nickname is Duck. Yeah, yeah, he he gets a good interview though. I think that guy's hysterical. So I'm on, I'm on Team Duck. Um, okay. On the flip side, for the Browns, Odell Beckham Jr. is now dealing with a groin injury. He was limited to practice today. Could just be a bad attitude. We're not really sure, but it looks like he will gobble, still get gobble. on the field this week. Gobble gobble is right. He's on my list too. In Arizona, running back Chase Edmonds it was limited to practice with a hamstring injury. Going to be touch and go whether or not he goes. It's probably going to go down at game time. The Rams tight end Gerald Everett is very questionable. He did not practice today with a knee injury. In Kansas City, running back Damian Williams, they were coming off the bye. They thought maybe he'd be able to play this week, but he's still not practicing with those rib injuries. Uh, likely not going to play this week, so they're hoping for next week. Wide receiver Tyree Kill uh, left last week's game with that hamstring injury. He was fully practicing. It looks like he's going to be fine. Doesn't look any worse for the wear. In Oakland, running back Josh Jacobs took his standard limited Wednesday practice with that shoulder injury. He's still going to play. He'll be fine. The Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams was limited at practice today with a knee injury. It looks like he'll probably play, but I don't know uh, how worthwhile that start's going to be. We'll talk about that game in a little bit. In Houston, wide receiver Will Fuller, still very questionable. He was limited today with a hamstring injury. 
And in New England, they are getting a little healthier. Wide receiver Philip Dorsett is officially out of the concussion protocol, but was still limited practice. Looks pretty good for him to play this week. Julian Edelman was also limited with that shoulder injury, as well as wide receiver Mohamed Sanu with that ankle injury, which seems to be the most serious out of the three. Um, he is probably the most questionable, although it looks like he's going to try to get on the field. And Tom Brady, uh, who is getting extra treatment on his elbow, is fully practicing. He's going to play. And in Minnesota, there was some optimism that Adam Thielen was going to be back this week. Now they're worried that perhaps he had a setback uh, with that hamstring injury. He hasn't played the last few games. He did not practice today. He is very questionable. It's probably something they wait until game time. So that's a Monday night game. That's going to be tough for your lineup. So just, just be mindful. And I know what you're excited about most this week, and that is the Ginger Ninja, Andy Dalton, regaining QB1 status in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to throw it. to? I'm not entirely sure, but I, I know somewhere in Sherpa land, you were very happy to hear. <laughs> I, I better uh, run to so, the waiver wire and pick him up before anybody else grab does. Him, grab him. I will tell you, he might not be the worst daily fantasy start in the world. I wouldn't really recommend it. But if you have to save money somewhere, he's at least got to get on the football field, which puts him ahead of some of the other guys. But it's not pretty out there. Yeah. Yeah. So, since everybody in the world is hurt, including the entire Steelers team, should we find some people on the waiver wire for people to replace them with? Sure. And you'll be happy to know (laughs) I just put in a waiver claim for uh, for, uh, Duck Hodges and the Dynasty League to cut Eli My boy, Duck. (laughs) You're not going to start Eli again this week? Just, just last week was enough. No, not not this week. <laughs> last week was, was enough. I had two quarterbacks who mysteriously had buys the same week, so I was reduced yeah, to uh, starting Eli and hoping something bad would happen to Daniel Jones, but uh, neither one a of them happened. A tough place happened, to be so. in as a Giants fan. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. I, oh, good. So, or either that, or that the Giants would have been so far out ahead that Eli would have gotten in the game for a quarter. But there you go. Sadly, that that didn't happen either. No fantasy points were had at quarterback for that team. None. No, I don't know if Taysom Hill had any points last week, but uh, that was my other option on the waiver wire. Of course, if I'd had Oof. the foresight to pick up Doc Hodges last week, then I would have gotten a few points, but. Uh, I didn't. Literally better than nothing, but it's nice a, a nice homage to Eli. You know that was as a, yeah. as a Giants fan that was a really nice thing for you to do. He deserved one last start on my dynasty team. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Eli's last ride. They'll make a thirty for thirty about it in a few years. <laughs> Probably, as long as I get to be no part of it, then we can do it. All right, um, heading for the waiver wire uh, this week. Running back. Um, Pretty thin pickings, but uh, some some interesting yes. matchups. Uh, Darius Geis, I, I like him, but not necessarily the matchup this week. Uh, Bo Scarborough uh, for Detroit, same thing. Rashad Penny had a nice uh, bounce-back game against the Eagles last Sunday. Uh, a couple running backs in Indianapolis, Jonathan Williams undoubtedly mm-hmm. done, but uh, Naeem Hines and Jordan Wilkins still out there in a lot of leagues. Uh, Benny Snell. Had a nice game filling in for James Conner last week. Yep. Uh, Jay Ajayi yeah. hasn't done too much yet for uh, Philadelphia, but they, it seems like they really want to work him in. The though. Dolphins. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and Jordan Howard hasn't been uh, gobble gobble setting the word on fire either. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, JHI might have an opportunity this week. Uh, Gus Oddwards seems to rack up a lot of yards and garbage time uh, for the for the Ravens. I'm not sure if there's going to be garbage time this week against the 49ers, but if you think there might be, there sure was might last be a week. Good speculative play. There sure was and has been in a lot of weeks recently. And then uh, another. Uh, potential uh, garbage time speculative pick would be Malcolm Brown with the Rams. So it's uh, no no slam dunk options this week, but a bunch of guys that uh, if you're really uh, desperate for a, a flex play might uh, pay off for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've got no beef with your list. I'm pretty on board with it, actually. Okay. That's a, that's a good start for us. All right, uh, moving on to wide receiver, you'll be happy to know that Randall Cobb is, is still on the list. Uh, there you go. Cole Beasley talking about revenge games. Cole Beasley coming back to Dallas. Yeah, um, miss him. Probably why he signed with Buffalo in the offseason. But uh, anyway, yeah, there it is. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scampling <laughs> hasn't done much the last few weeks, but supposedly healthy again, and he gets to go against the Giants this week. What more could you ask for? Um, McCole yeah. Hardman, Kansas City had a few nice games earlier in the season. They're playing the Raiders this week, which has the potential to be a blowout, so he might get some action. Uh, Chris Conley with Jacksonville, A.J. Brown with Tennessee, Geronimo Allison with Green Bay, and uh, Auden Tate with Cincinnati if you want to uh, uh, play the uh, Ginger Ninja return angle. How could you not? I don't know how you can stay away from that. Um, Nikhil Harry, I like as well. I, I know they're getting a little healthier there, but he's gotten some good looks. He's still out there in a lot of leagues. Yes, he is. He and his uh, four catches for 70, 37 yards so far this season. But you're right, I'm, he is I'm out okay there. with it. I'm, I'm still, I'm still a believer. Okay. Um, moving yep. on to quarterback <laughs> Sam Darnold, who we were making fun of this time last uh, month for seeing ghosts as all ghosts. of a sudden. Uh, Seen the end zone quite a bit the last few weeks. Now the ghost team is playing themselves out of a top five pick. They might they might be down to seventeen teams with a shot at a top five pick. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, let's, let's Jacoby Brissett with Indianapolis. You think I'm getting carried away? Ha ha. Um, Nick Foles with Jacksonville <laughs> makes my uh, list more out of spite than anything else. Uh, Ryan Tannehill <laughs> with Tennessee. Andy Dalton. If you're really desperate, Kyle Allen with Carolina has been dropped after a couple of subpar outings, but uh, has a nice matchup this week. And then uh, Mitchell sure Trubisky, gobble, gobble, not a good year, but uh, a very uh, tasty gobbler. matchup against a, a, a Lions defense tomorrow. So that's my quarterback list. Oof. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Sam Darnold absolutely should be at the top of it. I'm surprised Ryan Tannehill is still available in a lot of leagues, but I guess, like, not everyone drank that Kool-Aid as hard as I did, like, 10 years ago. So some people have, in fact, gotten off the Ryan Tannehill bandwagon. But it's been very solid, uh, and they're a, a fairly healthy team. So they're probably the top two on my list. All right, and then moving over to tight end, amazingly, Ryan Griffin with the Jets, still out there in a lot of leagues. Kyle Rudolph yeah. may have uh, – sat unclaimed on your waiver wire last week because the Vikings had a bye, but uh, might uh, do some damage against the Seahawks this week. Uh, Jack Doyle, now the sole tight end in 
Indianapolis with yeah. Eric Ebron done for the season. David and Joko yeah. back uh, in action for Cleveland, although I'm not sure this is the best way to start him. Dawson Knox it's with Buffalo matchup. with yes, uh, Dawson Knox with Buffalo if you want to play the Josh Allen angle. Uh, Tyler Higby with the Rams if you believe, like I do, that that game is likely to be high scoring this week. And then uh, if you want a Minnesota and tight end, but are, yeah. um, if, if you want a Minnesota tight end but aren't drinking the Kyle Rudolph, Kool-Aid, uh, Irv Smith <laughs> also out there. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm I on board with all of it. I'd also throw uh, our friend Mike Gusecki out there. It's a decent matchup. Caden uh, Smith could be interesting depending on, on who's healthy because someone has to catch a football. Um, but, yeah, I, I – and as always, I'd be remiss if I didn't recommend it. Pick up Delaney Walker. He's getting healthier. That knee's getting stronger. I thought he just got put on IR today. Did he? Oh, God. Just makes me sick. So I have him on a dynasty team. That's the only reason I know that. Oh, I'm going to, I'm, this is happening right now. I am going to be so pissed. I got a guy who's supposed to let me know about him. Yep. He's gone. For a trade? But they did. No, no, he's, he's gone. But yeah, he was replaced. You'll appreciate this on the roster by a kicker. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not appreciating that. Hey, please tell me that's your only <laughs> kicker on your roster. Yes, it is. I'm, I'm just okay. just rostering one kicker on every team. In fact, I was okay. so committed to my one kicker, I was just playing bye weeks without kickers. Didn't even care. I liked my guy. I didn't want to get rid of him. Yeah, I think I've started um... – Robbie Gould several weeks in a row for uh, one dynasty team I have just because I'm only allowed one move a week and I figured that and it wasn't going to be for a kicker you weren't going to do it for a kicker <laughs> no I wasn't this week I might but uh, now that he's getting healthy I might move him but uh, could be tough too many other priorities too many other holes to patch on that team uh, before is Robbie this the same Gould one that had that had Eli Manning starting for you last week is it the same dynasty team no no different okay. dynasty team. Okay, just yeah. check him. I was gonna say maybe just blow that it up. That one, I'm definitely in the running for a top draft pick in that one. So you're on but, there. Uh, wait till next year. Don't be on the Dolphins' year. plan. Is actually like commit I, to the whole rebuild. No, I, I had Mark Walton on that team earlier this season, but uh, oh, wow. once he got cut from uh, the Dolphins, he, he also down. got cut from from the Sherpas. Yes, Team Sherpas. Just, just rejected him. Cutthroat. Defense-wise, several uh, waiver wire teams with nice matchups this week. Uh, Jets, uh, the Chargers, Green Bay, and Miami Mm -hmm. all heading up my list as uh, potential streams if you need a defense this week. And your normal defense. uh, The Eagles Eagles and the Panthers seem to still be out there in about half the league. So if they are, I'd pick either one of them up as well. Yes, either one of those would also be a good matchup this week. So uh, that mm-hmm. does it for the waiver wire, unless you want to add some kickers, throw some kicker logs on the fire, which I don't. But Always, but no, I will I will save that for another day. No, refrain. <laughs> okay. I'm going to hold so, myself uh, back. Shall we, <laughs> shall we move on to our uh, position picks? Yes. Since you're, since you're not going full steam on kickers, I guess we'll look at running backs instead. 
Okay. Begrudgingly. How about you uh, start us off this fine Thanksgiving Eve? Who who do you like this week? Top of my list. Top of my list most of the time. One Christian McCaffrey, especially this matchup this week. Uh, I've got Dalvin Cook at two and Alvin Kamara at three, though for me those two are almost interchangeable. Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Leonard Fournette, Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, Le'Veon Bell, and Derrick Henry. As long as he gets on the field, I want to start him. Right, we uh, agree on four, and there's there's some uh, Oop. Um, okay. reverse overlap on our list. So, oh, perfect. Um, I also have Christian McCaffrey at the top of my list. Alvin Kamara two, Todd Gurley three, Aaron Jones four, Le'Veon Bell five, Ezekiel Elliott six. Melvin Gordon, seven. Jay Ajay sneaking into my top ten this week. Devin ooh, Singletary ooh, like and Jonathan it. Williams rounding out my top ten. Uh, honorable mentions, Leonard Fournette, Tariq Cohen, Mark Ingram, Sean McCoy, and Gus Edwards. Ooh, Gus Edwards. Okay. All right. How about your avoid list? Is it mostly um, my start list? <laughs> Probably, but why don't you give your avoid list first? Uh, on my avoid list, you. I've I've got David Johnson at the top. It's just not working right now. This this committee offense they're, that they're running, it's just not not happening. Uh, Darius Geis, who normally love, I don't love the matchup this week. Duke Johnson, Jordan Howard. Even if he gets cleared for contact, if he gets cleared to go to the moon, I don't care. Don't put him on a, on your fantasy team in any capacity. Peyton Barber, Matt Breida. Healthy, yes. How healthy, I don't know. Rex Burkhead, Royce Freeman, Patrick Laird, and Jamal Williams. Okay, I have uh, Saquon Barkley at the top of my avoid list this week. Uh, Nick Chubb, Devonta Freeman, Joe Mixon, Tevin Coleman, Bo Scarborough, Darius Geis, and Kalen Ballage. So not quite 10 this week, but uh, still hopefully you have enough uh, better options. I got 8 out of 10, so. That's pretty good. I didn't have time to copy the last two off your list. (laughs) Oh, goodness. We'll we'll, we'll get to your tiers later. I always enjoy the different tiers. (laughs) I always leave them with tiers. All right. (laughs) Shall we move on to wide receivers? Yes, yes, let's. (laughs) Okay, uh, Michael Thomas, top of my list this week, and for Many sure. weeks, Devontae Adams, DJ Moore, surprise uh, appearance in my top okay. 10 list this week at number three, John Brown, number four, Tyreek Hill, five, Cooper Cup, Amari Cooper, mm-hmm. Alan Robinson, Robbie Anderson, and Hollywood Brown, uh, Marquise Brown, rounding out my top Old 10 Hollywood. this week. Oh, Hollywood. I like it. Um, DJ Moore actually also made my top 10, believe it or not. He is at number 10 on my list. Uh, I know uh, we've got a few others. I've also got Michael Thomas okay. at the top of my list. Uh, without a doubt, that's a great matchup. Tyree Kill at two. The hamstring doesn't scare me. Devontae Adams is at three for me. Chris Godwin, Julian Edelman at rounding out my top five. DJ Chark, Mike Evans, Julio Jones, as long as he plays. DeAndre Hopkins, DJ Moore at 10. And I gave you a, a bonus entry because I'm really on the fence about Julio Jones. And that is Tyler Lockett in Seattle. All right. Um, you'll be happy to know that uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and Julio Jones are at the top of my avoid list. Jarvis Landry, <laughs> Devo Samuel, Terry McLaurin, Tyler Boyd, Devontae Parker, and then the giant Trayvon Burrell, giant 
triumvirate of Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard, and Darius Slayton. Also, uh, you'll be happy to know they're not a combo this week. I listed them all individually. Singular humans. Squeeze 10 out of it. But, uh, so there I go. <laughs> You're the you're the kid writing the the essay that has to have a certain amount of words and you're throwing a lot of ands and yeah. uhs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, and I have Chris Conley. <laughs> furthermore, and also I would like to restate, I actually have Chris Conley at the top of my avoid list, followed very closely by Will Fuller. Juju Smith Schuster, it doesn't look good, even if he gets out there, don't start him. Marvin Jones, Robbie Anderson, Tyrell Williams. Sterling Shepard at all, Sammy Watkins, Larry Fitzgerald, and Nelson Aguilar. Can't catch babies, can't catch footballs, can't catch a cold. Yeah, did you see he Don't dropped another him. pass in the end zone last weekend? It's a fair thing to do. Guy. If he could make a Pro Bowl team for dropping passes in the end zone, he'd be he'd be the top of the list. Unfortunately, you're right about that. Uh, quarterbacks, who do you mm-hmm. like this week? Quarterback is a little uh, little more exciting list than my wide receiver avoid. I've got Patrick Mahomes at the top without a doubt. Lamar Jackson at two. Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and Jameis Winston rounding out my top five. Might be the highest I've recommended him all year long. Drew Brees, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, and Deshaun Watson rounding out my top ten. Well, we have six in common. Uh, Lamar Jackson oh. at the top of my list. Josh Allen, cough, cough, second on my list. Aaron Rodgers, third. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, fourth. Drew Brees, fifth. Sam Darnold, sixth. Jared Goff, I know he's been a gobble-gobble this year, but uh, I'm he's expecting big things out of him this week. Uh, Dak Prescott, um, Kyle Allen, <laughs> and Jacoby Brissett rounding out my top ten. And Carson Wentz, gobble-gobble. Nick Foles and Mitchell Trubisky, mm-hmm. gobble-gobble, uh, getting honorable mentions from me this week. Our turkey lists are sounding very similar. They're probably the most overlap we're going to have all year. Um, yeah. I, uh, I, I certainly am, you know, I don't, I don't love some of these game outcomes, but here we go. Um, my avoid list, I unfortunately have Jacoby Brissett at the top of it. It pains me a great deal to also put Ryan Tannehill at number two. Uh, I, don't, I don't love anything about not starting either of those guys. I'm just worried about the scoring in that game. Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins, Tom Brady, Andy Dalton, David Blau. I, I know you're shocked, but, you know, if there's a game that maybe – I didn't know who he was 25 minutes ago. Played for Purdue. is a Big Ten boilermaker. Uh, he was on the Cleveland Browns practice squad last year and got traded for a draft pick. I actually probably know more about him than a lot of people in the world do. <laughs> uh, I also oh, have our friend Gobble Gobble, Gobble Mitchell. Just as much. There you go. You're welcome, world. Take that to Thanksgiving and sound like the smartest person in the room. Mitchell Trubisky also We're gobbling his way seconds. onto my list, as well as Matt Ryan and Ryan Fitzpatrick. And, you know, that's that's a pivotal 10 seconds. You just ride that horse. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you're done, say, so what about that impeachment? What do you think? And then just sit back and enjoy. Let's talk politics and religion. Let's, let's get a little something going. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, um, God. My avoid list consists of Matt Ryan at the top, Baker Mayfield, gobble, gobble, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Andy Dalton. Sorry, his return will not go well. I I'm I can't really argue that the Ginger Ninja is going to be great. 
I think there's just no way anybody can be great in that offense right now. But the best he can hope for is sorry. purgatory. Yeah, I left him. I I mean, I thought about it, but there's just no way to leave him in purgatory. So on to the next. Okay, okay uh, tight ends, uh, Jared Cook at the top of my list, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, Ryan Griffin, Jimmy Olsen. Uh, not Jimmy Olsen, Jimmy Graham, I meant. Uh, I knew a kid named Jimmy Olsen where I grew up. That's probably why I got confused with my list here. Um, <laughs> Greg Olsen, Jack Doyle, Zach Ertz, Dawson Knox, and uh, Jacob Hollister rounding out my top ten. Okay. My apologies uh, to got... Jimmy Olsen because I'm sure he's listening. Poor Jimmy. Sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> I've got uh, George Kittle at the top of my list, followed by Travis Kelsey and Dallas Goddard. Who jumped into the top ten with the Zacherts not playing to uh, not practicing today? Uh, like that matchup, Hunter Henry and Darren Waller running out my top five. Mark Andrews, Jared Cook, Greg Olson, Jacob Hollister, and whoever starts for the Rams. <sighs> Quite frankly, whoever it is, I'm willing to start them. I like the chances. I am not totally sold on it being Gerald Everett, unfortunately. Oh, or uh, Tyler yeah. Higsby. Who knows? It, uh... I don't know. Maybe but whoever is, Johnny I would Mont. be happy to put in my lineup. Maybe. Could Gerald, be you. Gerald Could Everett, be me. Johnny Mons. We got time. No, it wouldn't <laughs> be me. I'm too slow. All right. Um, ah, I believe in you. George Kittle also at the top of my list, but it's my avoid list. Uh, David Njoku, oh. Cameron Braid, and OJ Howard. I separated them, and I still didn't come up with 10. Uh, Johnny Smith with Dwayne Walker with on IR. I didn't come up with feel better. Well, it doesn't, but uh, let's keep going. Um, Mike Kosicki, <laughs> Tyler Eifert, Luke Stocker, and uh, somebody named Jeremy Sprinkle. It sounds like he would have been in Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Jeremy Sprinkle. <laughs> we should put him on the turkey list. <laughs> That's tough. Well, I, would I don't think anybody was expecting player. anything of him, so I... Probably not. You're right. You're right. Be fair to Mr. Sprinkle. Um, (laughs) I have Brian Griffin at the top of my avoid list. I I just don't think they're going to need to do a lot of check downs. Uh, Austin Hooper, who is out, don't start him. I see people still thinking maybe he's going to play. He's not. Jack Doyle, uh, Jimmy Graham. No, fine. I mean, Sam Darnold probably does. Mike Gesicki, Jason Witten, Kyle Rudolph. I just. It's tough out there. I also don't want to start Evan Ingram. Plays, not plays. I just, no thank you. Okay. Um, On to defenses. Who do you like this week? And I'm warning you, I have a tiered list. (laughs) Perfect. I don't. I've just got a regular list. Uh, I like the Eagles an awful lot, as well as the Panthers. We talked about those earlier. The Jets, the Steelers, the Packers, Bears, Rams, Jaguars, and Patriots. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think I got ten there. So, all right, I'm going to hit you with fifteen. Yep. Uh, although five of them are not <laughs> mentioned. I have a tier of eight teams, I think. But Philadelphia tier by themselves. Baltimore, Carolina, and the Jets next tier. Uh, New Orleans, Green Bay, Cleveland next tier, and then the final big tier. Throw a tent over them and or put them all in a bag and pick one out. Chicago, Jacksonville, Indianapolis, exactly. The Rams, the Chargers, KC, Houston, and Seattle. Ta-da! Look at you. I like it. 
Okay. I I went the more traditional route. Did not tear them. Uh, it, some of them make us teary, but I have uh, the the Chargers, the 49ers, Browns, Saints, Cowboys, Broncos, Ravens, Redskins, Colts, and uh, the old Lions. That sounds suspiciously like my avoid list, so I hope that was your avoid list. It was my avoid list, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, for me, Arizona is at the top. Yes. The Giants, uh, <laughs> Oakland, Cincinnati, Dallas, Atlanta, San Francisco, Washington, Tennessee, and Miami rounding out my uh, 10. And I, I had tears, but I didn't have to use them. So there. Look, look at you. <laughs> Uh, All right, we'll should we move on to game predictions? Don't worry. Yes, yes, I think we should. We've okay. got 16 to predict. I'm fired up. All right, uh, I'll turn up my speed from 33 to at least 45, maybe 78. Whoa, 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 whoa. And if you get that Let's reference, you're old. Here. <laughs> okay. So first up for Thursday, we've got uh, the Bears visiting the Lions and Spoiler alert, I'm going to take the visiting team in all three of the Thanksgiving Day games, but uh, I'm going with uh, a field goal victory for the Bears. Uh, in theory, it should be a lot more, but uh, who knows, maybe uh, David Blau. Is it David? Daniel? You don't even know the guy's name? <laughs> oh, it's David. Okay. Oh. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, probably end up blowing oh me away, God. but... Uh, so he went I'll to go Purdue. with uh, the Mitchell Trubisky. He has a history. Don't we all? He scored um, two touchdowns so and one interception for 237 yards in the preseason. That's real. I didn't actually make that up. Those are actually real numbers. Did he help your uh, preseason fantasy team win that matchup? No, I'm just full of useless information. I can't remember to take my clothes out of the dryer, but I can tell you what David Blau did in the preseason. <laughs> Well, welcome, welcome know, to my world. You people. can't start your, you can't start your clothes in a DFS league, so I can understand that. Well, you know, my clothes aren't making me any money. I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah. So I, um, I think it's safe, safe to pick Chicago so there. I'm going with the Mitchell Trubisky's 27 over the David Blau's uh, 24. I am I'm also going with the floating Mitchell Trubisky's, uh, hoping he puts up more than, you know, 29 yards in a first half. But uh, I'm going to take the Bears to win 21-13, a little bit more decisive victory. I don't think this will be the prettiest football game we will see possibly ever. But, so you know, I don't really we have some defense. None of these games are exactly must-see TV tomorrow I think but if you're gonna if you can only have time to watch one I would uh this second one make would sure be that the you're one. done eating in time for Buffalo Dallas because that'll probably be the most uh, interesting game of the week Dallas struggling last couple of weeks and the sadist in me wants that to continue so I'm going to go with Buffalo and the Josh Allen's 30 over uh, Dallas and the Ezekiel Elliott's and Dak Prescott's and Amari Cooper's 27. I'm also picking Buffalo to win this game. I I don't love it, but I think Josh you're Allen a and the, also possibly I'm true. But you're a um, I'm terrified about the fact that the, that Garrett blatantly was like, we don't have an on-field analytics team. We're we're not making in-game adjustments. 
Um, probably good he doesn't have Twitter. There, there have been several people floating new coaching ideas out there. I think that the Cowboys are very broken right now. I think their energy is all directed in the wrong place, and this is a tough Bills team. Uh, I think this, this could be the end of the Ginger Ninja Jason Garrett's era. I have uh, Buffalo winning 24-20. If that happens, do you think they fire him right now, or do you think they wait till the end of the season? Uh, I think I'm not asking you what you're hoping for, but what you think will happen. I I think that he's I think he gets fired possibly same day. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, Jason, uh, you're fired. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> From what I understand, he's pretty ready to do it already for the entire coaching staff. He might be the coach next week, Jerry Jones. I don't know. I almost would like to see that because I think he would really get his, you know, what handed to him, and then he could uh, maybe. I would love back to see him fired bit, up on the but... sideline, though. Hard to say. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't think it's going to be a pretty day in Dallas. I don't think Zeke is going to be jumping in the uh, Salvation Army bucket. Salvation Army I, I think, Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think that's happening. I think he might. I'll bet he makes at least one trip to the end zone, but I don't think it's enough. I do too. I just, I don't know if he's going to get in the kettle. I don't know if that, that vibe is going to play well. Is the kettle going to be there or no? I think the kettle will be there. All right. We'll see if he reprises that. So <laughs> the best would be if he jumped into the kettle and then had a cell phone hiding there and then made a call to, uh, you know, Jason Garrett, you know, telling him he's fired in the middle of the game. That would be interesting. That would that would be so, a Cowboys thing to do. <laughs> all right, and then rounding out the Thanksgiving Day schedule, the night game is New Orleans at Atlanta, and you know New Orleans has been a little bit up and down this year, but Atlanta uh, they crashed and burned again after a couple uh, strong efforts. I yeah. think New Orleans is the better team here. Their defense is going to hold. Atlanta in check, especially with uh, Julio Jones not uh, healthy and Devonta Freeman, who knows? I'm going with uh, the Drew Brees' 30 and the Matt Ryan's 20. Um, I am taking the Drew Brees' to win 28-17. I'm continuing my streak of not picking the Falcons to win games. I think we're going to feel pretty good about doing that the rest of the season. I, I just... Even though Drew Brees is on the road, it's still the Falcons, and I, I think that they're not prepared for for the Saints' offense. I, I think this is not one you have to stay up out of your trip to Coma to see the end of. I think we kind of will all know how it's going to go. All right, I'm now moving on to the Sunday games. First up, we've got what's probably the most interesting game of the day. I don't know that it's necessarily going to be the closest game, but at least uh, the storylines here are most interesting, and that's Baltimore hosting the San Francisco 49ers, who you have no faith in, but they keep nope. winning week after week, uh, with one exception a few weeks ago with uh, Seattle, which is also proving to be a very good team. But anyway, Baltimore, it's hard to see how they have two losses as well as they've been playing in recent weeks, but they do. So at this point, you know, they've have to play New England in the playoffs, that game would be at New England. But um, I think uh, so we've got Baltimore's unstoppable offense going up against San Francisco's impenetrable 
defense. I'm going to go with Baltimore's offense to prevail here rather handily. I'll go with a final score of uh, Baltimore 30 and San Francisco 17, and hopefully the lights don't go out uh, while they're playing this time. Hopefully like they not. Did in the Super Good Bowl call. A few years ago. Good call on that. Um, I'm also picking Baltimore to win. I've got them winning 31-23. Uh, having Matt Breda back will help some, but not enough. Also, just an interesting stat that Field Yates tweeted out this week. On Monday night, the Ravens scored six offensive touchdowns on six drives. And since week four, the Redskins have scored five offensive touchdowns on 90 drives. Just, just to put it in perspective. Yeah, I, that's not very good. It's not it's it's not how they drew it up in practice, I don't think. Not what they were looking for. So um next up we've got uh Jacksonville hosting Tampa Bay in the team of uh in matchup of two misfit Florida teams, both uh disappointing yeah. this year. But uh, when in doubt I'm gonna go with the home team. I think uh Jameis Winston is uh shown some good signs, but he always also seems to, you know, even when he's throwing for three or four touchdowns, he always seems to have that inopportune interception that costs him the game. I think that'll be more of the same here. I'm going with the final score of the Jacksonville's 27 and the Tampa Bay's 24. He does love to turn the football over, and I agree with you. I think that trend continues. Um, I, I'm taking Jacksonville, the Nick Foley and Dynamites to get back on track. I've got them winning 30 to 21. Did you say three, zero or three, eight, three, zero. Okay. Just want to make sure here. This is scaring me so far. We've agreed on all five names. Um, it's very next up we've got Indianapolis hosting Tennessee. I think this will be a pretty close game. You know, Jacoby, Brissett, Ryan Tannehill, both, uh, Neither one expected to be a starting quarterback uh, coming into the season, but, uh, of course, Andrew Luck and uh, Marcus Mariota had other plans or uh, other ideas so to make this matchup possible. But uh, I'm going to go with uh, Jacoby Brissett. I think uh, Jonathan Williams has another strong game against even against Tennessee's defense. I'll go with the final score of Indianapolis 28, uh, Tennessee 24. I'm going to shock the hell out of you and also pick Indianapolis to win this game. So we are still on our heater. Uh, Indianapolis, I've got winning 23-21, barn burner. And Adam Vinatieri, going to be the guy, even though he has not been so many times this season. He's going to be the difference maker. But if you're picking them from 23, does that mean he's going to miss an extra point? Um, It's possible. But we're all going to forget about it because at the end he's going to be here. Seven field goals and a safety. Well, that'd be a hell of a game. Adam Vinatieri would be very vindicated if he made seven field goals. Um, no, I'm yeah. thinking there's probably going to be an extra in this. Or, or maybe they try to go for two, which inexplicably people keep doing way too early in games the last couple of weeks. It's making me irritated. I agree. Yeah, that Ugh. is a dumb strategy. You, but. You Anyway. make me angrier than when you need more than one score going for two already. Just relax. Get the rest of the points first. Let's calm down. Uh, agreed. Yeah, if it's not going to decrease the number of scores you need, then you know, you're you're just uh, giving points away. 
So next up, yeah. uh, and I don't think this game is going to break our streak. We've got, uh, actually, I'm guessing the next three, four, I'm guessing the next four games aren't going to break our streak. So it's probably all going to come down to one game as to whether we uh, run the table. This, no, there's two games, three games out there that I think we could still potentially disagree on, but we'll see. Um, this yeah. isn't one yep, of them, Carolina hosting Washington. I don't think either of us are going to go out on a limb and pick Washington, although as a Giants fan, you know, I'm certainly rooting for the Redskins and the Bengals and the Dolphins these days, but uh, I don't think it will happen. But yeah, I'm content with the second pick overall for the Giants. But anyway, in this particular game, I agree with you, Christian McCaffrey uh, goes nuts. I think D.J. Moore could potentially have a good game. Kyle Allen will bounce back. And they'll win this handily. I'll say Carolina 30, Washington 17. I am also picking Carolina to win. I have them winning 33-20, though. So I get a little bit more offense. Um, but, uh, yeah, our, our streak continues. Kyle Allen, yeah. <laughs> you know I like to play a spread. But Kyle yeah. Allen, is he's going to bounce back. He's going to be the guy. I'm excited for it. All right, next game up, I think, even with the Eagles playing as poorly on offense as they have the last few weeks, I'm guessing this one isn't going to break our streak either. Uh, just to cut to no. the chase, I think Jay has a big game in his revenge game, and I'll go with a final score here of uh, Eagles 28, Dolphins 13. I tried, believe me, I tried to find a way to justify picking the Dolphins here, but the Eagles defense is actually probably it. the best thing they have going, and I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. do it. They have... They have one healthy wide receiver, one on the whole roster, which the Eagles play like they do, but that's neither here nor there. I'm taking the Eagles win 24-16. All right. Uh, Next up, we've got another game, which I'm guessing is not going to break our string uh, and uh, plenty of good seats available for the Jets at Cincinnati. You can get a ticket for $10. Less than the price. Thinking about getting everybody I know a Christmas litter. gift of a ticket to this game. <laughs> yeah. Here you well, go, guys. Yeah. Go At least all your Cincinnati friends. Football. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll keep the ten dollars for my bucket of cat litter, but uh, I'm going to go with uh, yeah. Hear me both. The, the Jets to uh, win this one pretty easily. I'll go with the Sam Darnold's 31 over Cincinnati 17, ruining the. Return of your uh, beloved Ginger Ninja. The Ginger Ninja. Uh, yeah, I am I am not picking the Ginger Ninja to win this game. I've got Sam Darnold and his spirits winning 23-17. Be it alcoholic or ghost, he seems to favor all of them. All right. Uh, this game is not going to break our string either. Green Bay at the Giants. Uh, Green Bay, I know you were shocked by their loss to the 49ers last week, but Oof, don't worry. They'll, hurt me. Help me they'll bounce back and they'll bounce back and win this one easily. I'll go with the uh, Aaron Rodgers is 34 and the Daniel Joneses is 21. I am taking the fighting Aaron Rodgers to win 31-21. This feels weird that we've gotten through 10 games. 10 games. All right. Um, I think the next two are dangers, though. I'm guessing we're going to trip up here. Danger, though. Uh, first, first, we've got uh, the Duck Hodges uh, going against the Baker Mayfields, the revenge game, of course. Um, you know, um, Mason Rudolph will be on the bench for this game. 
at least until the fight breaks out. But uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Steelers at home to win the revenge game. The, I'll go with the Duck Hodges' uh, 24 and the Baker Mayfield's 21. I really wanted to pick Duck Hodges. When I love me some Duck Hodges, but I'm actually picking Cleveland to win this 27-21. I knew it was too good to last. Yeah. We we had a good run, though. I don't know if we've ever picked 10 in a row like that. Well, we actually, we agreed on we all 13 one, we one the, week back, like, yeah. several years ago. But I think that was, ago. yeah, there were several bye weeks or several I bye think games. Haley's comment also came through at that time. And, you know, it was it was a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was. I'm disappointed. I'm hopefully before we stop doing the show someday that uh, we'll we'll uh, have a, a run where we agree on all the games again. But sadly, it wasn't going to be this week. Um, no. Next up, the other game where I thought we might disagree: the Rams um, are uh, playing the uh, the Cardinals. Cardinals, and... old Arizona. Yeah, I'm just. I don't know. I have a hard time. They are, but I just think Arizona is also not real good, and especially on defense. And I'm thinking that the Jared Goffs are going to bounce back for one week and one week only. I've pretty much uh, given up on the Rams making the playoffs, which is sad to say for a defending conference champion, but uh, I don't see it happening. But I do think they'll win this Mm -hmm. game. I think they'll. Win this pretty easily. I'll say Rams 37, uh, Cardinals 24, and I'm pretty sure you're going to pick the Cardinals here. I'm actually going to shock you. I am not picking the Cardinals. I am picking the dysfunctional, uh-huh. rudderless offense of the Los Angeles Rams to beat the fighting Kyler Murrays. I'm concerned about the backfield in Arizona a little bit, and I think you're right. I think the Rams will get it together marginally, just enough to kind of quiet the crowd and everyone can worry about Jason Garrett's hot seat a little bit more. But I think the Rams might steal one here. I've got them winning uh, 27-24. All right. Um, Next up, we've got the Chargers uh, heading to the Mile High City, take on the Broncos. Both of these teams uh, have seen better days, but um, somebody's got to win this game. And usually when in doubt, I pick the home team, but not this time. I just think the Chargers are – a much better team on offense when they get their act together, and I think they'll get it together enough to win this game. I'll say Chargers 27, uh, Broncos 24. I'm actually taking the Broncos to win this, um, despite the fact that the Broncos can't seem to even decide who might play quarterback because Brandon Allen and Drew Locke are splitting reps. Um, well, I still think the fact that Philip Rivers seems completely unable to throw to his own team is enough to undo them. I've got Denver winning 20 to 16. I don't even care who's playing quarterback. It could be me. It could be John Elway. I would actually like it to be John Elway. I think Denver wins this game more because of the Chargers find new and interesting ways to lose games than they do to win games. All right. Uh, next up, we've got Kansas City hosting. Oakland, two weeks ago, I would have thought this could be a really good matchup. Uh, when you get blown out by the yeah. Jets, you're probably not ready to take on one of the better offenses in the AFC. Fighter 2 why banana failed him. Yes. Um, even with Patrick <laughs> Mahomes not at 100%, I still think they 
win this pretty handily. I'll go with the final score of Chiefs 34, Raiders 24. I've got the Chiefs winning 33-27, so we're we're pretty much in the same ballpark. I think the Raiders bounce back, but I think they're they're going into hostile territory. I think they don't have the same kind of talent, and Kansas City's just just a better team. Okay, next up we've got uh, the Houston Texans hosting the Patriots, who still find ways to win every week, even though their offense has been subpar. And I think their uh, luck runs out this week. I'm going to go with. Houston in a mild upset here, uh, 27 over New England, 24. Uh, I'm taking New England to win this 30-20. to 20. Wide receivers getting a little healthier. Even if Julian Edelman's got to throw touchdown passes, I think they're going to find a way. Uh, I just I think Deshaun Watson's got a sketchy offensive line. I think he's going to have to throw an awful lot, and I just don't necessarily think that's a recipe for success. Okay, as long as they don't try to trip um, trip up New England, they should what be in good exactly shape. What exactly is the point of the NFL releasing a statement like, hey, we messed up? It's not like it changes the outcome of the game. You're not replaying it. Like, what does it really even matter? We already know. Oh, wow. um, I don't know. And as a Cowboys fan, I can't even accuse you of uh, sour grapes on that one. Um, and then to round out the week, we have an interesting matchup that – Seattle on Monday night. Uh, Seahawks looked really good, especially on defense against the Eagles last week. That game shouldn't have been nearly as close as it was. They dropped two or three passes, you know, touchdown passes in the end zone. And uh, DJ DJ Metcalf. um, Oh, God, that one. It was was, DK Metcalf. He was bad. He was brutal. But they still won that game pretty easily. They still won. Yeah. Minnesota coming off a bye week, um, better team at home than they are on the road, but still, as the Cowboys found out, they're certainly capable of playing well on the road, but I just think are uh, Seattle is a slightly <laughs> better team than we uh, than we thought at the beginning of the season, or at least than I thought, and I'm going to go with Seattle to win this one by a field goal at home. I'll say Seattle 27, Minnesota 24. I'm also taking Seattle win by a field goal, but I'm winning 30 to 27, and I think DK Metcalf bounces back in a big way here. I think he's going to have a redemption game. Uh, I think Adam Thielen, whether or not he's on the field and hurt or off field and hurt, is still not enough to get them to beat this Seattle team. This, they're so good right now. Yeah, I just hope they're not uh, peaking too soon. But uh, yeah, I'd love to uh, see you know rematch with. Um, I mean, right now it seems like the the, the two best teams and the you know, well, two of the three best teams in the NFC are in the West in New Orleans. I'll grant them yes. that they're uh, pretty good too. But I think those three, yeah. you know, the Super Bowl. I'll be really surprised if the NFC Super Bowl representative isn't one of those three teams at this point. And I'm pretty sure I'm you're in San Francisco out already. So you'll probably uh, yeah, uh, I ruled them out down. a long time ago. <laughs> so maybe throw Minnesota into that mix, but I, I still think I think Minnesota that, uh, has to be in the conversation. But I, I think it's Seattle. Uh, Seattle's the lose at this point. Like you said, hopefully they don't okay. get too soon. So uh, real quick, a um, couple of DFS, like DFS and then we'll do some turkeys. We'll do some turkeys. Yeah, we it's there's a lot of good value out there uh, this week as long as you're willing to potentially take a few lumps, but 
If you're looking for stacks, the Jaguars, the Panthers, and the Chiefs are all really good this week. At quarterback, value-wise, I like Nick Foles. Yeah, stacks on stacks. Nick Foles, Carson Wentz, uh, and Kyle Allen would be my top picks there. Uh, running back, Philip Lindsay, Kareem Hunt, Jonathan Williams, and Deion Lewis. I'm a little worried about Derrick Henry. A wide receiver, D.D. Westbrook, Odell Beckham Jr., who is probably the cheapest he's going to be all season. I would take advantage of that. Robbie Anderson and Tyler Boyd. At tight end, Tyler Higby, with or without Gerald Everett going on the field. Jack Doyle. And on defense, the Eagles and Jaguars that we talked about before. Let's talk turkeys. We got a lot of gobblers all right, this uh, year. <laughs> yeah, I think we've uh, hit most of them already in the course of our uh, position racks or <laughs> Picks and pans, but I, I think uh, we can we can both agree on a couple of them. Mitchell Trubisky is probably at the top of your quarterback list, I would think. Um, I had three on my quarterback list: uh, Jared Gawolgoff, uh, Mitchell yep. Trubisky, and Baker Mayfield were the top three for me. Um, I had I also had Jared Gawolgoff, uh, Mitchell Trubisky, and I had Carson Wentz on mine. I just for oh, where he's drafted and what uh, we expected of him. Yeah, he definitely. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely I, not. It's just. No, no. Would you not put good. Patrick Mahomes on the list, or do you just no, give him a pass no. because of the injury? I give him a pass. I try not. To, I try not to ding people too much on the, the turkey list for injuries because I can't really control that so much. Um, but Patrick Mahomes, especially the fact that he's superhuman, his knee. If I dislocated my knee, I'd probably just die. He played football three weeks later. It's ridiculous. Okay, um, running backs. I have uh, Saquon Barkley. Jordan Howard, Joe Mixon, Devontae Freeman, and David Johnson on my list. An honorable mention. I had David Johnson Conner, and there. Yeah. Just because I of had David Johnson on my list. Too much. Yeah, uh, Joe Mixon was absolutely the top of my list. I mean, he's a non-factor, not even in PPR. There is no value to be had there. Uh, I also had Leonard Fournette on my list. He's had some good games, but the fact is that where at least I thought he was, and I probably had him higher than a lot of people did coming into the season. For all the work he did in the offseason, how good it looked like this was going to be the season for him, uh, he's certainly underperformed Not happening. Yep. No. Okay. um, Wide receivers, the first two on my list, um, you know, A.J. Green, maybe that's not fair because of the injuries, but, you know, like the great pumpkin, he's never back. Um, Julio Jones uh, hasn't been healthy all season, but when he does play, he's underperformed. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster yep. has been a disappointment mm-hmm. um, he, aside from the driving, and then Odell Beckham Jr. probably at the top of my uh, turkey list for wide receivers. I've got him on my Odell Beckham Jr. is at the top of my list. Uh, I also had Juju Smith-Schuster on mine. And I had Alshon Jeffrey. I just thought it was going to be a lot better. Yes, he's been banged up a little bit, but that that just – that Eagles offense has been disappointing to say the least. Okay. And then finally, uh, tight ends, uh, the two on my list are George Kittle and Zach Ertz. Not that they've been total non-factors this season, but given where you drafted but for them, where people were drafting them would have yeah. ranked them as two of the top three tight ends in football, uh, coming into the season, George Kittle, the team has done well, but he hasn't. Maybe some of that's injury, but maybe some of it's the emergence of their wide receivers. Maybe some of it is just mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo's ineptitude, but whatever it is, he's been a big disappointment. Zach Ertz, yeah, I don't know how much of his struggles are tied to Carson Wentz's struggles, Dallas Goddard emerging, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah. But uh, he's also someone who has uh, failed to deliver on his uh, fantasy uh, expectations this year. 
I had Zach Ertz at the top of my list. I also had Kyle Rudolph on my list for where he's drafted and what he was predicted to do and the fact that he essentially took the first nine weeks of the season off from a fantasy perspective. Um, I just yeah. – it, it was a real dud. I did not appreciate that. Gobble. So I think that brings us uh, <laughs> to the end of our, our Thanksgiving Eve show, uh, Jenna. I'm always thankful I would like to, to just uh, add one more turkey. Well, actually, two. Oh, I'm putting okay, I'm ahead. putting the entire don't make them I'm putting kickers. the entire Falcons. No, no kickers. The entire Falcons team and organization turkeys and the Dolphins. They've done good things, but they couldn't even tank correctly. I mean, you go out, you make all these moves, you're cutting guys, you're trading people, you're taking on contracts that are expiring. And then you go out and you start winning football games. Come on, guys. There was a plan. You ruined it. Now you're going to – you might play yourself out of a top five pick. Jeez Louise. I don't think there's any <laughs> danger of that happening, but we'll see. You have 28 people in the top five. <laughs> no, only 17. Don't but, exaggerate. <laughs> but, yes, that, that's a, the end of my gobbles, the end of my turkeys. But, yes, uh, as always, I'm very thankful for you and for our listeners and the show. This is just the best thing. And thankfully you guys have hung around for 10 years with us. All right. Uh, well, enjoy your Thanksgiving dinner um, and your being with have your family. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, have a lot of turkey, a lot of football, a lot of uh, rest, hopefully. And uh, we'll see you back yeah. here next week for another go round. We'll be back next week, next Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Come hang with us. And if you need us in the meantime, you can find us all over social media. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Good luck this week, unless, of course, you're playing us. <laughs>